Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. It's really important if you've had a hard week of training that you take one or two sessions to slow everything down, have a recovery row where you get to work on your fitness and your technique, which is what we're doing today. <laughs> Although it would have been funny if I'd have said, but today we're sprinting, but no. Today we're doing a nice recovery fitness boosting row, which gives you time to work on your technique. And what we're going to do is we're going to do 30 minutes at 18 strokes a minute, and we're going to do it at 2K plus 20 to 22 pace. So it's really sitting back to give you a chance to recover. Because if you're doing this as part of the 10K plan, don't worry, you don't have to do this row as part of the 10K plan. It's, you can do it as a standalone. But if you are, then this has been a tough week okay this has been one that should <laughs> it really felt in your legs okay so today's session just gives you a chance to slow down to just think about things and just go oh calm your jets a little bit before going into session five to end the week and then you can start afresh into week four okay now i'm going to do today's session strapless um which means taking my feet uh, out of the straps you can follow suit as well because it's really good to work on your technique but if you've never done it before i maybe recommend loosening the straps rather than just taking your feet completely out just in case if you're not used to it you go falling off the back of the machine i explain why i do it uh, in the session don't worry about it i will explain um, but for the time being let's get into our four minute warm-up now as always we start off by setting up our machine let's head straight for drag factor which on the concept two is the lever on the side of the machine. If you don't know what drag factor is, then where have you been? <laughs> um, I've got a video on this channel which explains what it is and kind of some ideas where to set it. I have mine set at 115 in case you're wanting to play along with me. If you're using a machine that just has some kind of random resistance, just set it to a point you get a good amount of weight out of the stroke, but you don't have to heave and shove at it, okay? You want to make sure you get the power from your legs and not have to generate it from your back because it's too heavy, right? Next up, if you can set your monitor at eye heights, you're not looking up and you're not looking down. And finally, adjust your foot stretchers, excuse me, stretchers, so that um, you're able to get to the front of the machine comfortably with your shins pointing straight up, okay, vertically. That's important, okay? If they're too set too high up, you might not be able to get there. If they're too low down, you'll go flying past that hyperextend and that's not really good. It's a good kind of rule of thumb, basically straps go over the balls of your feet and see how you feel from there, okay, and then adjust from there, all right? Enough to jibber-abberin', jibber-jabberin', wibber-wabberin', way. Um, let's get into our four-minute warm-up. 18 strokes a minute, it's all about the 18s today. Um, and you're going to start off at a pace that's really just uh, a push from your legs as though you were just standing up, okay? Because we're going to start off with the first minute working on the timing of the stroke. Okay, you ready to go? In three, two, one, go. Now, by timing of the stroke, what I mean is there's two main elements you need to try and connect together. They are your foot or your feet driving into the foot stretchers, pushing into the machine, and your hands picking up the handle that then pulls on the flywheel or the water wheel or whatever you have. So what you want to do is push with your feet at the same time the handle picks up whatever mechanism you're machine uses to generate power. You'll tell if you push too soon with your feet because your butt will scoot away from underneath you. Okay, you don't want that. And if you tug too soon with the hands, you'll find your elbows bend way too early. So we're a minute in. We start adding a little bit more power. If you know your 2K training pace, start to aim for round about 2K plus 20. 
If you don't know your 2K trading pace, then row a 2,000 meter time trial, divide the result by four, and that gives you your average time to cover 500 meters in a 2K time trial. And that's your 2K training pace. So if your total time was 8.20, your average is two minutes five. And when I say row at 2K plus 20, you want the screen to show 2.25 per 500 meters. All right, one more stroke. Go one foot on the floor, carry on rowing. And that entire thing about a 2K training pace is on the description to nearly all of my videos. So have a quick read if it was too quick, because it is quite hard to get through it in 20 seconds. <laughs> keep rowing here with this one foot strapped in. Try and keep your technique as close to normal as possible. Swap feet. I know it's a little bit strange rowing with only one leg in, but I want you to still think about the timing of that leg push and picking up the handle. Try not to over compress because you can. Over compression is when you go whoa and you go sliding right into the front of the machine and your knees are up your nostrils because you're so over compressing. Don't do that. Right, both feet in, legs straight. Just roll with your back and arms. So swing over your back, pull in your arms. So you pick up the power first by swinging your back and then you pull in your arms. And of course then you push out your arms and swing back over your back. It's really important timing, sequencing here doing this. Okay, roll to the front of the machine with straight arms and a forward lean and just press out with your feet, not too hard. I want you to keep this position, okay? If you push too hard, you'll end up naturally going like that. Just keep in that forward lean with straight arms and get that timing right between the foot press and the pickup of the flywheel. Two more. Let's do one more. Ta-da! That's a four minute warm up done. To be honest, it's not a huge warm up, but today's session isn't going to be a huge session. So that should just be enough to get you eased off a little bit, ready for today's workout, which I will explain in a second. So just keep on moving up and down the rail, have a quick drink and yeah, I'll explain it again. Okay, then I'll try and make this brief because I don't want you to cool down. What we're doing today is 30 minutes at 18 strokes per minute. Non-stop, no rests. Your pace is going to be right about 2K plus 20 to 22. Don't worry if you ease off down to that 22. This is all about recovery today and giving you time to work on your technique. As such, I'm going to be rowing this with my feet out of the straps to really work on that core at the back to make sure I'm nice and stable and I'm not doing anything kind of weird. You may wish to join me. If it's your first time rowing strapless, then uh, loosen them about that much off your feet so that if something goes wrong, you can flick your feet back and catch yourself before you end up falling into whatever's behind you. All right, so like I say, my feet out of the straps. I'm just gonna go for this, okay? So here we go. 30 minutes, 18 strokes a minute at 2K plus 20 to 22. In three, two, one. 
Go. <clears throat> right. Just follow me for stroke rate, both on the video or if you are listening to this on the podcast, you will hear the whoosh of my flywheel, but you'll also be able to tell by my speech pattern because I do tend to not talk at the moment of the leg drive now why am I doing this strapless let's talk this quickly while you just get a little bit warmer it's a stability exercise really that you need to be able to row fluidly through each phase of your stroke moving momentum of your body for the recovery because you can't pull, pull yourself forwards with the straps but also making sure that all of the power from your legs goes into the machine rather than if you're the type that gets to the back of the machine and has to tug on the foot straps in order to stop yourself then that's power that could have gone into the machine, into the flywheel that you're just wasting at the back of the machine by flicking your feet against the foot straps and after all the one or well let's put it this way what you want to be when rowing is as fast as possible but as efficient as possible too so you want all of the power that you're putting into the machine to go into the machine because that will keep you fast and keep you able to rowing to rowing <laughs> able to row for as long as you want so the rowing stroke is all about being as efficient as possible trying not to waste energy by using muscles that you really don't need to be using and so that definitely means needing to use muscles to stop yourself at the back of the stroke and tugging yourself forwards by flicking your feet up to roll to the front of the machine again and as 
hopefully I am proving to you right now well I am proving it to you it's not hopeful at all I am neither stuck at the back of the machine because I'm unable to pull myself forwards nor am I flying off the back of the machine because I'm not stopping myself with my feet I think I just phrased that completely the wrong way around by using the negative knots naughty John alright we're five minutes into this let's quickly just talk about one element of the stroke and that's the drive which is when you put in that power okay so here push that's the drive push and you want to think about the drive being something that happens from the legs okay so the drive is called such as such because you don't really think of what you're doing with your arms as a drive do you? no but your legs are driving into the machine so that is where 60% of the power of your stroke should be coming from is your legs pushing into the machine push okay so leg drive so the rowing stroke is not a pulling motion yes you finish with a pull and that's important so don't forget about the pull to a finish but it's at the finish the first half to three quarters of the drive phase are done with your arms straight when you're hanging off the handle with your hands so if you have your arms straight and you have a forward lean into the front of the machine to about one o'clock position as you push with your legs the power from your legs goes up through your body through your arms into your fingers which are hooked I, I'll say it in a Scottish accent they're hooked over the handle Sonny they're not grasping onto it they're hooked I'll go catch Nessie with my wee hooked fingers 
We're going to get thrown out of the country for that, aren't we? Anyway. Sorry, I just realised that I have few words that I do say very Scottishly and hooked <laughs> is one of them. Your fingers are hooked. And eleven. That's the other one. Eleven comes after ten before twelve. Eleven. It makes strange things slightly different, wouldn't it? Instead of being, oh eleven, you're amazing. It was like, oh eleven, over here. <laughs> Be a bit more aggressive. Sorry. I've had a rough day. I'm suddenly in my safe place with you. I seem to have gone slightly mad in order to cope with my tough day. I'll tell you about it at the end, don't worry. So, forward lean, arms straight, fingers hooked, they are hooked over the handle. If I say it in an English accent, would that be any better? Make sure and hook, no, <laughs> hook your fingers over the handle, not a death grip, hook, that's all I'm saying. And then you push with the legs and that power should just transfer into the handle as you hang off it. And what I mean by hang is that you're not actually thinking about pulling with the handle. You're just a conduit for the force from your legs and you might feel if you were in the right position and your leg drive is powerful enough and you're holding that forward lean for at least half of the leg drive then you should find this hanging sensation happens. It's like your, your backside feels just a little bit lighter on the seat. Not so much that you are taking off. If that happens, it's a good chance your feet are set too low in the foot straps but as you push you hang you feel that power just flow through and again if you feel that you're not getting that flow and you're having to really kind of pull against the weight of the machine chances are one of two things are happening 
number one. You're not actually pushing with the legs. You're kind of doing a very perfunctory. Can you limp with your legs? Of course you can, yeah. Like a limp, mild meh with the legs because you're not quite got it right yet that this is a push with the legs motion so everything seems to just be getting generated power-wise anyway from a pull of your arms so if you are in that situation I want you to think about pushing the machine through the wall okay so you come to the front push it through the wall okay so you're pushing the machine away from you I don't want you to think about pushing yourself backwards and I certainly don't want you to think about pulling the handle I just want you to be in a forward lean straight arms and then push the machine away push okay and hopefully that will start to resonate better with you what I'm saying about a good push and we're not just trickling the machine we're trying to push it through the wall okay lots of power from your quads like I said in the beginning I think I hope or was I too busy doing Scottish accents <laughs> the leg drive should be responsible for 60% of the power from your stroke okay so the majority of the power comes from your leg drive so anyway push with the legs but the other reason that you might not be getting this hang feeling right could be that you have the drag factor the weight of the stroke for concept two uh, how heavy it feels to make the flywheel turn or whatever you're using maybe the water wheel or the magnet whatever if that's set too high and the weight of your stroke feels like you're rowing like a cruise ship rather than a little rowing boat then what tends to happen is that you either fight with your hands and your arms fight and pull early from the front fight which is almost sending me fly, flying off the back actually 
or you swing your back and really put your entire back into the stroke because it's so heavy it's the only way you can get the flywheel moving and trust me as just demonstrated then if you have quite a low drag factor remember I said mine is set to 115 if I get it wrong and pull with my arms instead of drive with my legs my pace plummets and I've said before plummet is not a word that ever comes before something good you don't plummet to your success you don't plummet into your lover's arms plummet is bad and so by pulling with my arms early or swinging with my back early rather than driving with my legs my time plummets so I was going along at a okay two minutes and five or two minutes and six seconds and then when I try and demonstrate the bad technique I'm down at like 212 or something so don't do that drive with the legs and if you feel you're having to fight the machine by pulling or swinging your back early drop the drag factor or the resistance or remove some water from your tank must be said quick caveat here water rower people have it tougher at these low stroke rates so whereas the concept two is kind of set up so that 18 strokes per minute at 2k plus 20 feels kind of in tune with your abilities compared to like 30 strokes a minute at 2k pace the difference between 30 strokes a minute and 18 strokes a minute in terms of the effort you have to put in to turn the water wheel in a lot of water rowers is actually a lot tougher so it's like to do these 18 strokes a minute rows you have to remove a little bit of water and then when you go up to the sprint stuff you have to put that water back in again which you don't have to do you don't have to raise and lower your drag on a concept two or 
RP3 or even the nasty skill row. Techno Gym have their own rower called a skill row. Me no likey. The handle's rough. The seat's got these weird ridges in it. The stroke feels like a limp handshake. And the monitor, although it looks fancy, you don't really have a chance of finding that out because you have like three seconds after you stop rowing and it just shuts off on you. So if you kind of person that likes metrics, oh, it's like three and a half thousand pounds. So, although it will be interesting, Peloton have just announced that they're going to bring out a rowing option. <coughs> Must be to compete with me. It'll be interesting to see how much their machine costs on top of the subscription. So you could, I'm going to say it'll be around about £2,000 for their rowing machine. Plus, was it £40 a month subscription? And that's in the first year then, about two and a half thousand pounds. Or you could just buy a Concept 2 for 800 pounds second hand. You can almost find them 600 pounds second hand. Load up these videos for free <coughs> you have to pay another penny and then hopefully that's all you need <coughs> or if it turns out perish the thought that you actually don't really enjoy rowing you can just sell your row machine on again and if you bought it second hand you'd probably sell it for the amount of money you bought it for whereas I doubt you'd get £2,000 back for <coughs> whatever pellets they're going to release I'm losing my voice I have to spend the next six and a half minutes Rowing in silence. Never. <clears throat> right, so we've spoken about the drive. I just want to throw in posture. Because that's really important. So as you come forwards, into that forward lean, you want to be up on your sit bones. Okay, up with a prepared core, let's say, ready so that as you push with the legs, you can 
brace your core against the power fight the power <laughs> and you hold that powerful posture even up to the point when you get halfway through the leg drive and swing you hinge swing over your hips from that forward lean to your backward lean at the finish but you still want a powerful posture at the finish braced core ready so that all you have to do is tilt forwards again and you're in that perfect lean again whereas if you get to the finish and crumple then you have to somehow straighten yourself up again and really you want to have arms straight and that forward lean before you bend your knees so you finish handle over your knees rock recover push rock recover push rock recover and when I say push with a handle it's more of a release okay so the pace you brought the handle in at I want you to release it at at the same pace so in out nice rhythm I don't want to see you going in out Whee! as fun as it is in wee it's all about rhythm it's all about flow this is what enables your momentum to flow through the phases of your stroke so that you're able to use it to recover rather than using the foot straps to pull yourself forwards because I'm still strapless no movie magic It's all about flow get into the front of the machine push don't hang around at the front good phrase turn it around so you come forwards turn it around turn it around it was a great club track in the what, late 90s turn it around babe can't remember who it was Elena someone I think that's what I always think of every time I say turn it around Ooh. just over two minutes to go will my voice hold up for another two minutes 
plus cooldown. So carry on pushing with your legs. Fingers hooked over the handle, which not only helps with the power transfer, but gives you a tiny bit more length to your stroke. And because your palms are open instead of closed in a grip, air can circulate around your hands, reducing the amount of heat and therefore sweat. And therefore, ergo, therefore, blisters and calluses. So we've seen lots of people asking about gloves for rowing. You don't really need them. If you have a really tight grip on the handle, all that friction will eventually lead to blisters. Whereas fingers hooked over the handle nice and loose you might find the first few rows of your career your fingers will feel a bit tender but eventually they're fine and used to it without them being really calloused and rough okay three strokes two more one more. I'll have a quick drink, see if that helps my voice. Don't know where my voice is going. Is that any better? Not really. Okay. Oi. Cool down. Time to set up a new cool down thing I've got so many of them in my Ergzone app <clears throat> that they get buried somewhere so I need to keep on setting a new one from time to time okay let's see if we can do that <laughs> right we have just done a very simple session so <clears throat> this cool down is more about just being in the habit of a cool down than anything else you probably don't need it your heart rate's probably getting close to its baseline, but let's do this just to make sure and, you know, get it in there. So three, two, one, here we go. So just 18 strokes a minute and just whatever power you want to put in, just to make it feel as though you're having the cool down. <clears throat> Let those muscles just pump. Get whatever you need to get out of your muscles out. Hope you enjoyed today's session. I know these long, low stroke rates aren't everyone's cup of tea, but they're really important, okay? Because they let you slow down and work on your technique, and because that long, low heart rate, low intensity row is where your foundation fitness is built. <clears throat> That's what gives you the size of the engine the size of a Ferrari engine is built 
from sessions like this and then you do the fast ones to give you the tuning for the pistons to fire really fast, really long Does that work as an analogy? I hope it does but I know they're not for everyone some people love the slow stuff and hate the fast stuff some people love the fast stuff and hate the slow stuff but to be an all-over well-rounded rower with a bit of speed and a bit of fitness you need to come in and out of both of them and you'll see for my plans it mixes it all up I don't give you like 20 slow ones and one fast one it's not like that so just like cats and dogs some people like them some people don't like them one more stroke and we're done and it's funny I used that analogy today actually cats and dogs thing is today I'm one cat down my uh, used to have three cats and then <clears throat> last May we say goodbye to Lucky the boy cat uh, he, yeah, sadly he left us and today we say goodbye to Ozzy one of my little girl cats so she's gone I'm down to one cat now I'm no longer a mad cat man you can't be a mad cat man with only one cat you can with three everyone goes three really but yeah so Ozzy left us today so actually I'm recording these out of order um, so I'm doing this one session four and then I'm doing session three tomorrow because after saying goodbye to Ozzy I just didn't have it in me to do the 40 minute push pace today um, so yeah so that's just in case you're following my Facebook feed and going hang on his days are wrong I'm actually I'll flip these the wrong way around although they will appear for you in the right order and you'll be like hey what eh, what anyway so yeah so just like cats and dogs eh? yeah but you don't you don't own a cat you rent you love it you rent it for forever long she lived until she was 18 so she was our furry baby the three of them were our furry babies when we got them and just it's just sad we've only got one left now little Ziggy's the only one left but yeah so anyway so the hashtag for today's row in memoriam for little Aussie bear is Aussie as in Aussie Osborne O-Z-Z-Y they thought we thought it was a boy first so that's why it's called Aussie uh, but turned out to be a little girl but we're still still Aussie so O-Z-Z-Y and my wee cat it's just sad I don't know if you you might not like like cats you might be like oh Craig why is he but trust me for the people that that get it you'll know how I'm feeling today it's just maybe that's why I'm losing my voice because I did shed a tear or two so anyway so yeah on that note I'm just making myself sad again so I'm, I'm gonna say goodbye it's a bit of a downer ending isn't it but yeah so today this was what week three session four um, I'm gonna say I hope you did well well on week three session three which is the 40 minute push pace but I've not recorded that yet so I don't know how you've done because no one's left me comments but I'm just gonna hope you did it's gonna it will have been a tough session but it'll be interesting to find out from people whether, whether how you got on compared to the first time we did it in week one but anyway but let's enough of that session let's today's 30 minutes 18 strokes per minute is just a really important row and I hope that you at least got through it with me and you put up with my little voice going away so anyway you have yourself a great day please stay safe and be well I'll see you in the next one bye bye